um, we have been, I hope y'all aren't tired of hearing it because I'm not tired of talking about it, but we have had so many testimonies um, coming out from, we're hearing so many testimonies from the Fight Time Conference. We just had rev a three-day revival service this last weekend, and God is so awesome. He's done so much um, for, for so many ladies um, in the past two weeks, and I just want to kind of share a little bit of what he, um, my experience at the Fight Time Conference, um, and I know that this is not um, maybe a message that's going to be for everybody um, that, I ha uh, that I'm going to talk about tonight, so I apologize for that, but you can still listen. Maybe you can get something out of it maybe in the future. So, okay. So, um, for me at the fight time conference, well, let me just say I was, um, for those of you that are hopping on that don't know that haven't heard, um, kind of a little bit of my testimony. Um, I, I went through a divorce this past uh, year. Uh, my divorce was actually finalized, um, December the 5th, but I was kind of, I was se separated for almost the whole year of 2023. So, um, during 2023, um, I battled a lot of shame and a lot of guilt, um, and then um, just dealing with the enemy, um, just telling me that there's no way that I could um, I could continue on fight time because who's going to take advice from someone that's divorced and, you know, just all the lies that the enemy tells you. And so um, I came out from, I had that shame and that guilt broken off of me. Um, pretty quickly, um, after, after a month or so, battling something like that for a month or so is a really long time though, when you're in it. Um, so I, I had that broken off of me. Um, but still, um, I think that there, there was a little bit of doubt, like, um, I don't carry this shame and this guilt, but God, how can my testimony really help that many women? Like, um, how, how is he going to use what I've been through? Um, to help anybody. Um, and so I kind of, I've kind of carried that, not doubting that he could, but just to the extent that, that my testimony was even necessary for, um, and, and then when I got to the conference, let me just say Friday night, I don't know how many women, um, came to me, um, asking for prayer for their marriages. Um, and then Saturday all day long, um, women were coming up to me and they were saying, I'm going through a divorce right now and I'm battling shame. I'm battling. Um, I feel like, um, like I'm disappointing God because my husband's filing for divorce or, um, or just, I just got divorced and I have all these, you know, I'm, they're still battling the shame and the guilt. And, um, it was just all day long. I didn't even, I didn't even eat lunch because I was ministering and praying with someone during the lunch period. Um, so it was just, it was such a, a confirmation for me that God, God can use my testimony to help other women. And, um, I know I said this at the conference, um, when I, when I, um, was speaking, I said that what we go through, um, what's been done to us, the things that we've done, um, the enemy tries to tell us that that disqualifies us. But the truth is that God says that it qualifies you. 
your testimony. It qualifies you to go in and it qualifies you to love the unlovable. It qualifies you to touch the untouchable, to reach the unreachable, because it is so much easier to have compassion for someone when you have been through that exact same thing. So it is so, it's so easy for me to have compassion for someone that is going through a divorce right now because I know exactly what that feels like. It's easy for someone that has been addicted to drugs or um, an alcoholic to help somebody that is in that struggle because they know what it feels like um, to be, have that focus on one thing and just trying to fulfill that one desire and nothing else matters. They know. And so I just, um, I know that that can be for everybody. Um, this part of the message, your testimony is important ladies it qualifies you it qualifies you you could be the only person in someone's life that's able to reach them because of what you've done because of what you what's been done to you what you've been through so do not let the enemy silence your testimony thinking that you can't reach somebody or that um or in or cause you shame so that you don't want anybody to know about it don't allow the enemy to do that and so um and then the second part of about what i want to talk about tonight is marriages because my goodness gracious there are so marriages are so much under attack right now um and so i just want to um to talk to first all of my married ladies i want to give y'all some advice and you might think well I went through a divorce, so how am I qualified? <laughs> how am I qualified to talk to someone about that's married? Um, but let me tell you, I was married for 17 years and it was not easy. Um, the last eight years, I was battling for my marriage. So if you are battling for your marriage, I have faith that God can that God can absolutely restore and resurrect dead marriages. I've seen it. I've seen that happen all around me. I believe it. I have faith in that. Um, but there are some things that I want to, I want to give you some advice from someone that has been there. Number one, um, it goes so much along with what Kayla talked about last week. Um, expose you have to expose the things that are going on in your marriage and I'm not saying expose it on Facebook expose it to the world but if you are having problems in your marriage the worst thing that you can do is to try to cover it up it is not your job to protect your husband ladies if your husband is having an affair or if your husband is addicted to something or if your husband is abusive it is not your job to protect him protect him is hurting him. It is important that you seek out some kind of counsel. Again, does not need to be posted all over Facebook. It doesn't need to be told to a million different people. You, you need to get someone. You need to get a pastor. You need to get, you need to go to your pastor. Go to your pastor and say, who can I talk to about my marriage? You've got to get it exposed. You've got to bring it into the light. I spent so much time trying to protect my husband and trying to protect my, my marriage because I didn't want people to know what was going on because I was embarrassed that we were having problems. I thought that I had to have this, um, whole facade of a perfect marriage and it did not help it. It, we did not get help. We didn't get any kind of breakthrough until I said, there's a problem and, and we had to get in counseling. And, and so 
do not hide it. You're not protecting. It's not doing any favor. You're not doing your husband any favors by, by hiding it. Um, number two, focus. We say this, we've said this before and it's so important. Focus on fixing yourself. If you're, if you're struggling in your marriage, don't be worried about everything that your husband is doing wrong and everything that he needs to fix. Allow God to work on you first. Let him let him heal you and um, and refine you first. Focus on getting yourself where you need to be and then allow God to work on your husband. Okay. Number three, it is so important that we take the spiritual authority that we have as wives to pray for our husbands. Do not, do not be so worried about um, tearing him down to all of your friends and not praying for him. Take authority over spirits that you see an operation in your husband. Bind those things. He might not be able to get deliverance from them, but you can absolutely bind them so that they cannot have influence over his free will for a time. Okay. And it just takes a t just a little bit of time for there to be breakthrough. So you bind those spirits of addiction. You bind the spirits of anger. You bind the spirits of unforgiveness all in Jesus name. Here's something I told it, uh, someone, um, cause I still, I still have women coming to me about their marriages. So this is something that I told her. Um, she said her husband is getting ready to leave. And I said, here's what you need to do. You need to bind those spirits that you see in operation. And then you hear what you need to do. You need to say, God, Jesus, you are the way maker. God, you made a way for the Egyptians to cross the Red Sea on dry ground. But you also, you also closed that sea back up so that the, so that the Egyptian, or I hope I said that right. I hope I said the Israelites to cross over the Red Sea. So you made a way for the Israelites to cross over the Red Sea, but you also closed it so the Egyptians could not follow after. So God, you are also a God that shuts doors. And so I'm praying right now in the name of Jesus that you close every door of opportunity for my husband to step out of my marriage in Jesus name. Take authority over that. Cancel the assignment of the enemy over your marriage in Jesus name. Number four for those for married women. And this is not just if you're struggling. You need to be praying over your husband anyways. Um, and you need to be focusing on fixing yourself as well. Um, but number four, pray before making any decisions. Do not be so um, overwhelmed with anger and unforgiveness that um, you do not seek the counsel of God before you make a decision. Um, I'm going to say this. Just because you have a biblical right to get a divorce does not mean that it is right to get a divorce. It does not mean that that is God's will for you to get a divorce. So I'm telling you, pray and seek God's will. Ask him for clarity before you make any decisions. I did not take um, take the decision of getting a divorce lightly. I fasted and I prayed and I did not, I did not make a decision until I had clear direction from God. And here's, how, and he, he answered me. Um, and I don't have time to get into it, but you will know that you're making the right decision. If you feel like God's given you the answer that you're looking for and you make that decision and you have peace, then you know if you're walking in peace, then you are walking in God's will that that was the right decision to make. Okay. 
Um, some, some tools for married ladies. Um, something that will help you. Um, Jimmy Evans, he is a pastor. Him and his wife have, um, they have a marriage ministry. Um, YouTube him. He's got so many good sermons, so much good stuff. It's called Marriage Today. And then there's also XO Marriage. Lots and lots of good stuff. Even if your marriage isn't on the rocks, it's good to have a healthy marriage. Sorry, I'm in the parking lot. Um, so, and then also we have marriage classes here on Tuesday nights at Celebrate Recovery, or I'm um, sorry, at um, Covenant Church. Tuesday nights, marriage class. It's not for marriages that are falling apart. It's to strengthen marriages. Now, I want to talk to every lady that is going through a divorce and that has been divorced. Some things that you need to do that I'm, I'm speaking this from forgiveness or uh, from experience. Number one, you've got to forgive. Absolutely. Number one thing, you have got to forgive your ex-husband. You've got to forgive um, if it was if the marriage ended due to affair, then you need to forgive that other woman or other women. It there's it just has to be done. It is a choice. Do not allow yourself to be stuck in bitterness and resentment because you for, and and stuck, stuck and not able to move on because you um, cannot forgive. Um Number two, you need to cut soul ties. So here's um, here's what you do. Um, a soul tie is a you had a covenant, a, a godly co a covenant when you were married. When you get divorced, you need to cut a soul tie so that you are no longer connected to him, um, and so that Satan has no way to get to you through him any longer. So if it was manipulation, if it was abuse, if it was adultery, whatever it was, cut those soul ties. And here's how you do that. You say, I renounce, break, and loose myself from any soul tie related to your husband's name in the name of Jesus. I cut that tie on my end and Lord, I'm asking you to cut that tie on the other end in the name of Jesus. Cut that soul tie ladies. I promise you it makes a difference. It makes a difference. Then you need to get free from the shame, from guilt, from rejection, from fear. You've got to bind those spirits. Say, I renounce fear in the name of Jesus and command you to go. You can do self-deliverance. Make those things leave. Take authority over your thoughts. Do not allow the enemy to lie to you that you can't be used for God's kingdom, that um, you're a hypocrite because you you claim to be a Christian and you're divorced, um, that you'll be alone forever, that you can't make it without. Do not, do not entertain the lies of the enemy. Take control over your thoughts. Um, and I want to say this as a side note. Not everybody needs to know everything. So it doesn't, you don't have to, um, you don't have to post everything on Facebook or social media. Um, not everybody in the world needs to know your business. You do not need to tear your husband, your ex-husbands down. You'll never see me do that. There are women that know. I have friends that know what goes on. And yes, I do vent to them, but I will never, ever, ever tear my ex-husband down on Facebook or in a, um, in a public setting he's the, he's the father of my children. And so I'm not going to do that. Um, and so I encourage you ladies to not do that either. Um, and here's the last thing I want to encourage you to do. This is something that somebody, some very, very wise woman told me, 
um, several months ago, she said that when she got divorced, she made a list of everything that she wanted in her future husband. And she said that after she got married, she found that list and that um, God had answered that list, that prayer that she had had. Um, and so I encourage you ladies that are single, even if, even if you haven't been divorced, if you're a single lady, make a list of everything, the qualities that you want in a husband and pray about it. And I'm not talking about a six pack and, um, what, what Pastor Jeremy says is six feet tall, six pack of abs and a six figure salary. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, I'm talking about someone that's faithful, someone that loves God, someone that is going to be a spiritual leader in my house, someone that's been delivered. Those things make a list of what you require in a husband. Do not settle for anything less. God wants you to be in a healthy marriage with with someone that is that that puts him first. He wants you to be in a godly marriage. So do make the list. Stick to it. Do not deviate from it. When temptation comes, when that guy comes with six pack abs and a six figure salary, but he ain't saved and he ain't going to church, you better know you better be able to tell him no because he doesn't fit your list, ladies, okay? I'm sticking to my list. I made a list and I'm not I'm not deviating from it. So I'm encouraging all my single ladies, make your list. Um, one thing that did help me when I was when I was separated and going through the divorce, um, so that if if this is something that you're interested in, because I gave you I gave you Jimmy Evans for all the married ladies and stuff, things to listen to. Um, I um, listened to a podcast cast by Lisa Turkhurst. Um, it's Lisa with the Y L Y S A and her last name is T E R K E U R S T and it's called therapy and theology. She was, um, she's a minister. She was in the ministry and, um, been married for 20, 30 years, something like that. She's in her fifties and, um, her husband had an affair and she went through a divorce. And so she has a podcast. I would start on season three. Season three was excellent. It helped me so much. It brought me so much healing, so much peace um, when I was walking through that. Um, so I highly encourage y'all to listen to that. I've gone back and listened to her other seasons. It's really, really, really good. Um, so that is all I have for y'all. I hope that my kids are not the last ones that are left downstairs. They're maybe looking for me. But I want to pray over y'all really quick before um, before I get off, okay? So God, I just thank you so much that you are such a good God, that you are so faithful to us. Um, even when no one else is, Lord, you are faithful to us. You never forsake us, Lord. I thank you that nothing goes unwasted, that the tears that we cry do not go unwasted, God. I thank you for your promise, Lord, that you are that you are taking our ashes and you're making something beautiful out of them, that you take our, our mourning and, and turn it to joy. Lord, I just thank you, God, that nothing is wasted. I thank you that you give us testimonies to help other women, Lord. And I just, I praise your name. I thank you for the peace. I thank you for strength through every storm that we walk through, Lord. I just pray for every marriage right now. 
Um, I just canceled the assignment of the enemy over every marriage for every lady that is listening to this right now. I canceled the assignment of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. I speak strength over that marriage. I speak peace over that marriage. I speak love over that marriage and unity in the name of Jesus. And then for every woman that has been divorced or that is going through a divorce right now, I bind that spirit of shame. I bind rejection and fear right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray God for your healing, your healing over their minds right now, over their emotions in the name of Jesus. I speak strength over them. I speak wisdom and clarity over them in every decision that they have to make, God. And I just pray also, Lord, for every woman that is waiting that you give them patience. Help them, strengthen them while they wait, God. Let us not settle for anything less than your perfect will. Lord, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, ladies, I love y'all. I hope that this ministered to some of y'all. I know it might not have been for everybody, but I love y'all, and I will see y'all soon. Bye.